Hey there, Michael Griffiths here, founder of Referral Marketing Guru, and welcome to this week's Get More Referrals Today podcast. Today, I want to talk about niching and whether you should niche or not. But more importantly, how you can niche. And if you decide to go down this path, well, what are the pros and cons? Because we hear all the time that niching this or niching into there or doing this uh, allows you to create a bigger and better business. But is it always the case? Is there some cases where, you know what? It's actually not the right thing to do. Let's dive in and let's explore that. Uh, as always, if you love the episode, make sure you subscribe, make sure you follow us on our socials, make sure you jump onto that YouTube channel where every week there are two videos that go up every single week helping you to better grow your business. Quadruple your referrals, double the lifetime value of your clients and pretty much stand out in the marketplace by turning everyone around you into raving fans. And again, if you think the episode can help someone else, make sure you share it with them also. So let's dive into this. And I'm going to start off with what what is niching? What do you mean by uh, should you niche your business or not? So when we talk about that, we talk about should you be specific in terms of who you help or how you help them? And there's two different ways to be able to niche. Now, most of the time when you first go into business, it's like anyone that'll pay me, great, let's take them. And then all of a sudden, you start to realize that, okay, your thin works, you can actually help people, you do get people results. And then you start to go, well, who are actually the people I really enjoy helping? Or who are the people who really need the thing that I do? And over time, you start to see these patterns and you start to understand the demographic a little bit better. So when you niche, there are sort of two ways it can happen. And I've done them both. So I'll talk about them and I'll talk about which way I feel is probably a little bit stronger. If you're at a point where you're thinking, okay, how could I do this within my business? So the first way is where you help a particular type of person. So you've got your business, you know what you do, you know the service you can provide, you know the results you get, you know the outcomes of how you make that person's life better. So you can go, okay, let me do that for a particular group of people. So let's use this as an example. I'm a financial planner and I know that I can help my clients to uh, build wealth and to be able to use the the assets they've got around them to be able to build more assets and to be able to create this freedom and this security and this livelihood that they would really love to be able to create for the future. So I understand how I help. Now, for most planners, they're like, oh, I can do that for everybody. And 100% you can. And that's the same no matter what business you're in. You can do that for pretty much everybody. But the problem is when you try to do it for everybody is who do you market to? Where do you spend money to get yourself seen? All of a sudden now, you're trying to get exposure over here and over there and over there. And now you're splitting the energy of you and where you should be into hundreds of different parts rather than just one part. So instead of going, well, I can do this for anybody, you pick a demographic. So the financial planner could go, hey, we help tradies to be able to create wealth and create the freedom and security 
for their life going forward, or we help allied health professionals, or we help IT professionals, or we help insert who it is. Compare that to we help mums and dads. Well, where do you go? You can see mums and dads pretty much everywhere. So the bigger it is, often the harder it is. You see, the financial planner over here who goes, oh, we help high net worth individuals. Okay, great. Where are you going to go find high net worth individuals? They could be at the golf club. Maybe, maybe not. What are you, how are you going to actually ascertain that one person versus another person fits your criteria of high net worth individuals? Or they might have holidays somewhere or they might buy a particular type of car. But you can see it's so much harder to be able to do that. Now, it gets even harder if you just say, we help mums and dads. Where do you find them? Well, you can find them at schools. You can find them at sporting associations. You can find them at the cafes. You can find them in the supermarkets. You can find them, like you can find them anywhere. And now you would go, well, because I can find them anywhere, that's got to be easier, doesn't Michael? In fact, it's not easier. It's actually harder. So where most planners sit at the moment, where they go, well, we really can help anyone, or we help baby boomers, or we help Gen X, whatever it happens to be, okay? unless it's really specific, it actually is harder, even though logically, it seems like it should be easier. It just isn't. So if I went, uh, as a financial planner, we help tradies to be able to make their life better, create the freedom they want, create the wealth they want, be able to turn their business profits into recurring wealth. Okay, where do I go and find these tradies? Well, now I can look for associations. I can look for various expos, conferences where tradies hang, up, hang out. I can look for different publications where they happen to be. I can go and find different groups that they belong to. And because I've narrowed my thinking from this everybody to this one, you just know who your people are. And now you become stronger on how you help them. You learn so much more about them and then you improve the way you do things. You improve your language towards them. You start resonating with them better. Now, think about it from the flip side. If I was a tradie and I wanted a planner to be able to help me, would I want a planner that specializes in tradies? Or would I want just anybody who does everything? Do you go to the vet to get your animal looked after? Or do you just go to a normal doctor? Do you go to the dentist for your teeth? Or do you just go to your GP? Do you get the pool person to come fix up the pool? Or can the, the handyman do it? See, already in life, we're conditioned that we actually want somebody who specializes in being able to give us the solution we believe we need, not the generalist. We already do that. We do that everywhere throughout life. So how can you start making yourself the specialist? How can you change, and most of the time, most people don't do it simply because scarcity mentality, 
hey there, well, if I don't just do all mums and dads, I won't have enough clients. But when you really think how many clients you need, there are more people than what you could possibly ever work with. And you will never even come close to being able to reach that number. So therefore, there probably could be another 10, 15 people who do what you do. And it wouldn't matter. You would still have your slice of the pie and it would still be amazing. And you're so it's about getting rid of that scarcity mentality and becoming abundant. But the biggest reason for doing it is it makes your marketing easier. It allows you to, to know where do I have to go to find my people? How can I get in front of my people? How do I get exposure in front of my people? And that's one of the biggest problems that most people have. And niching can actually help that. So niching to a type of person is one way that you can niche. The other way you can niche is to be more general with the type of person, but be really specific with your offering, with the results you get. Okay? So I'm just going to use us as an example here. We've always been specific in terms of what we help people do. Get more referrals and be able to keep your clients, the lifetime value of your clients, double it and keep them for longer. We're really specific. Now we know exactly how to be able to help do that. So therefore, we really could do that for any person that has a business. Because every person has a business, wants more referrals, and wants to increase the lifetime value of their clients, of their customers. So we can do it for everybody. But over time, I also know that there's certain people that we just know we can do it better for. There's certain people where this just fits like an absolute glove for them. But there's also certain people that it's just more fun to work with them than other types of people. So even though we could do that, what I tend to find is it's not as bad as we do it for everybody, but you start to divert your energies. You go, well, we could do it for accountants and we could do it for planners. We could do it for mortgage breakers. We could do it for coaches and we could do it for consultants and we can do it for IT people and we can do it for HR people. And okay, now I've got to go talk to all of those associations. Now I've got to go and find where do all those people hang out so we can try to partner with those people. Now I've got to see how all of a sudden I've just created a whole new problem for myself without even meaning to create it simply because there's a lot more scope that I could do. But in the end, I tend not to do anywhere near as much. So being able to go from it, if you think of the pecking order, the generalist sits at the bottom of the triangle, not the place you want to be. Being able to help multiple type of people because you're really specific on how you help is the next level up. Now going, oh, we help you with profitability isn't the next level up. That's general. That's way too general. You've got to be able to have a way. We help you with Facebook ads. They're specific. That's all you do. You don't do anything else. We help you with online marketing. Too general. Most business coaches, way too general, will help you grow your business. Great. So does 20,000 other people. So you've got to start becoming 
either more specific in the thing you do for them, and then you can go wider, or you've got to start going, we only focus on this type of person, and we do a bunch of things. So we only help financial planners to be able to build a million dollar plus business by quadrupling their referrals, doubling the lifetime value of their clients and making them stand out in the marketplace by having raving fans all around them. Really specific. So now I go, great, where do those people hang out? That's where I want to get in front of. That's where I need to be able to go and hang out myself. They're the publications, the trade shows, the expos, the events that we need to be at. See how it just became so much easier by simply niching to who we help and how we help them. So you can hear that and you go, oh, but, but, and you might have all this going on in your head right now where it's like, but what do I do with the current people I've got? Nothing, help them. Just start looking more so for the type of people that you can really help and become a little bit more niched because it actually in the long run makes it easier for you. In the long run, it actually makes it more fun because you will create this movement, you will create this tribe of people who are all very similar and all very similar in terms of the desire to remove a particular pain point. And therefore, you can do so much more. You'll constantly become obsessed with how you can make those people's lives better rather than having to split your energy, having to split your focus, having to split your thinking. And if I'm being really honest, that is the number one reason why niching is so powerful. So if I was to ask you right now, like, what's your mission? And most people's mission are really quite wishy-washy. And it's wishy-washy because you help them and you help them and you help them and you help them and you help them. And therefore, it doesn't fit into this nice little saying. Well, I go, what's our mission? To ensure every financial planner on the planet can grow their business and create in greater impact for their clients. Because when they do that, they can then make society a better place. See how clear our mission is? And that clear mission comes because it's not like, well, to help every service professional, every accountant and HR person and mortgage broker and financial planner and real estate agent and coach and consultant. And so what you're actually trying to do here is make, and, and it, it's your thinking, is to compartmentalize your own thinking that actually then makes it easier for your own thinking. And that's what you want to be able to achieve by niching. That's why niching is pretty much a must. Because you're making your 
life, your business, easier. And that's why people who niche tend to be so much more successful. It's nothing to do that they had a great niche. It's got to do that they're so laser-focused in now on who they help and how they help them. That the opportunities are just all in front of them and they can go after them. See, it's hard to try to keep relationships with hundreds of people. So if you've got lots of people you help, you've got to have lots of partners, lots of referral sources, lots of different types of people. You've got to go to lots of different types of places. Therefore, you're making it so much harder for yourself. So I want you to think about niching as really being able to help your own thinking become laser focused. How do you determine what your niche is? Let's finish here. Well, in the end, who are you most passionate about helping? Who do you get the best results for? Look at your business right now and go, you know what? I actually already have 40% of my clients as this type of business or this type of person or this type of demographic. And I really actually, I actually have the most fun with them. Great, there's your niche. You might not have something as clear cut as that. And ask yourself, who do you have the most fun with? Who do you get the best results with? What would light you up every single day that you got to go and make a difference to those people? And that answer might not come to you instantly. It might take you weeks or months. I sometimes have known for it to take a couple of years where people might have three or four and they just don't know which one to pick. So let it sit with you. It'll come to you. Think about who would you, if you had no choice but to work with one group of people for the rest of your life and it would excite you like nothing else, who would it be? That's your niche. If you found this super helpful, make sure you share it with one other person. Go to YouTube, Referral Marketing Guru, find our socials, Michael Griffiths, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Come hang out. Love to be able to chat. If you've got any questions, shoot us an email, support at michaelgriffiths.com.au. I'll look at every single one of them. I'll get back to you. And as always, find a way to go and make impact and make society a better place. Till next time, guys, take care. I'll speak to you real soon.